0: Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Recovery Podcast. My name is Jim Lang. I'm the Senior Vice President and Director of Men's Addiction Recovery here at America's Keswick. And each week, we just want to give you a glimpse, kind of a window into uh, the curriculum and the topics that we discuss at, at the Colony of Mercy at Barbara's Place. And so uh, this past week, we were talking about the character of God, who who God is, and, and uh, really one of the the major things that I see for, for men coming in in our program is they really have a misconception uh, of who God is. Uh, throughout life they've, they've gained this this uh, idea of God that they've gathered through uh, just the, their family of origin, through growing up in in church settings, through through all sorts of, of different ways. And then we just have this misconception of God. And so one of the main things we we really uh, do here is we undo a lot of the of the false beliefs that the men and women have about God. And, and so we, we take them to Scripture and we show them who God really is. We show them the character of God. And so one of our weeks at the colony is called Character of God Week. And we just talk about who He is and we present Him as He is revealed to us in the pages of Scripture. And the passage I kind of always go to uh, when talking about the character of God, is, is the passage in, in Exodus where Moses asks to see God's glory? God, Moses wants to see God. He wants to. He's had all these experiences with God, uh, from redeeming the people for the, the people of Israel from the land of Egypt uh, through the plagues, and he he actually walked uh, across the Red Sea on dry ground, and he's he's just seen miraculous things God has done so much. Uh, in the life of Moses, and and Moses still has a desire to know more. He still wants to, he wants to see him, and and God tells him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let my goodness pass before you, and so God is letting him know, I'm gonna show you my character, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and really, when he says character, I'm gonna tell you who I am, I'm gonna tell you my name, and so we see that here in Exodus 34, and, and this is how The God presents himself to Moses when he's going to tell him his character, he's going to tell him his name. He says, the Lord, the Lord, is a compassionate and gracious God. And it goes on from there, but what I want to focus on, the aspect of God's character I want to focus on, is his compassion. God is a compassionate God. I think one of the misconceptions... Uh, we just obtain just from, from life in general, just from dealing with people and from uh, maybe even a, a church background is, is, is that God is, is harsh. He's kind of just perpetually disappointed in me uh, because I don't measure up to, to his standards. And so I look at my life and, and I look at uh, what I think it should be and I just, I just don't measure up. And so I, I feel like God is very uh, distant from me. I feel like he's just disappointed in me. I, I feel like he must be really frustrated uh, because he's given me chance after chance and then I just can't seem to, to get my life together. Uh, but what we see on the pages of scripture is that it, God is a compassionate God. Uh, one of the verses that I that I turn to often in and just speaking about his compassion is is found in Psalm 103. Uh, just because I love the picture that it gives in Psalm 103 uh, verse 13 says, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on, on those who fear him. And I just love when we can use relationships in our life to kind of get a picture of God. And so just think of a good, a good dad, a good father, and how he, he deals with his children, and how in their, uh, in their kind of limit, limited knowledge and in their limited ability, uh, he doesn't get frustrated with them. Uh, he he knows their children. He knows that a an eight-year-old is only uh, capable of certain things, and so he doesn't expect an eight-year-old to be able to know how to drive a car, you know. And he doesn't get frustrated that the eight-year-old can't can't drive a car. No, he has compassion for. He knows that's a, the next verse. Verse 14 says, he, "For he knows what we are made of, remembering we are dust." Like God knows us. He knows uh, everything about us. He knows how limited we are he knows the things that we struggle with and he moves towards us in compassion we see this in uh the book of matthew in matthew chapter 9 you kind of have uh if you go through matthew chapter 9 you have a whole lot going on here uh a a young girl is brought back to life Uh, a woman is is healed of a disease she had for quite some time Uh, jesus heals uh, blind men he drives out a demon and then in the v- verse 35 just kind of gives us this synopsis. It just says, Jesus continued going around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. And so Jesus' ministry is in full force. He is, He's going from town to town, and he's, he's preaching and teaching and, and healing every disease and every sickness. And in verse 36, it says, "When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and dejected, like sheep without a shepherd." And so Jesus saw the crowd. So, so as he's going through towns and he's healing people, and, and people start to follow him. I mean, here's this man who, who there there was blind men and he healed them. Uh, there was this girl who was dead and he brought her back to to life, and so imagine just the the crowd that would start to follow, and as he looks out on this crowd, uh, he he has this feeling of compassion, and compassion is not just this fluttery feeling. This is talking about from the depths of his gut. It Actually, the word compassion, it means from the bowels, from the innermost part of you. He feels compassion for these people, and I love the qualifiers here of why he feels the compassion. You know, a lot of times we think, uh, a common saying is, "God helps those who help themselves," and, and some people actually think that's, that's biblical. That, and that's not what we see on the, on the pages of Scripture. Look at why Jesus has compassion on them—not because uh, they started to try to act a little bit better, or they started to behave a little bit better, or because they were getting their things together. No, He had compassion on them because they were distressed, distressed, and dejected, distressed. And dejected. other words that, that different translations use are, are hapless and helpless. And so the, the very reason why he has compassion on them is because of their neediness. Because they are distressed and dejected. And a lot of times we feel like we need to clean ourselves up to uh, for God to, to, to accept us and to love us. And that's just not what we see here. Jesus in our distress, in our dejection, Moves towards us he has compassion for us he like a father who has compassion on his child uh, so the Lord has compassions on those who love him and fear him and he remembers our frame he knows we are dust he knows what we're made of and so we don't need to clean ourselves up to, to earn the compassion of our Heavenly Father no our our neediness our helplessness is exactly the thing that moves his heart towards us. And so as we look at at God's character, as we look at who He is, uh, we need to marvel at His compassion. And so as you read your Bible, look for for that. You know, a lot of times we just read our Bibles to to gain information, to, to know the story. But as you read through Scripture, see God's compassion for His people, how in their messiness, in their neediness, He moves towards them and not away from them hope you've enjoyed this devotion Uh, if you or anyone you know is struggling with addiction i'd love to to speak with you you can call me at 732-350-1187 extension 1041 and we'll see you next week